right, so Jeff is muted. And uh, Lana is muted for the time being. Um, so, Jeff, uh, yeah, but I muted you on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I am in Ohio. I'm in the lovely state of Ohio um, for work because they just think I'm this awesome guy that knows how to do everything at work. So I'm here to help the young bucks in Ohio um, be better. So that's that's why I'm here. I'm here all week. I'm here all week in Ohio. And Ohio is Ohio. I spoke to this dude today, and he was like, yeah, I live I live over in Akron. I'm like, okay, Akron. He was like, well, you, you know LeBron from Akron. And I thought about getting real smart. <laughs> I thought about getting smart with him. <laughs> like, that's literally all LeBron talks about is being from Akron, Ohio. <laughs> so I didn't say, I was like, I wanted to be like, oh, really? I never do. But everybody's here. Jeff, um, Alana's here, Sharice is here, Jeff is here. Well, not everybody's here. Tobias isn't here because he sleep deprived and chose today to get some sleep. Um, uh, Devin isn't here. <laughs> why are you laughing? Because I know you, that's why. What do you mean? Nothing, go ahead. Okay. okay. All right. And I'm imagining how Tobias sent his text because I read it in his voice. Oh, here we go. I also read your lack of response in your voice. I didn't respond at all. How are you going to read exactly. a lack of response? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what was I supposed to say? What was I supposed to say? I know. And that's exactly what I thought you would think. Exactly. <laughs> what am I? What am I supposed to say? Nothing. Just like you did, because you're you, and that's what you should do. You should be you. Okay. If I wasn't me, what should I do? Do like y'all sleep well. <laughs> sleep well till I have. Sorry, you being quiet. We can hear you. Oh Lord! We can still hear you. Your audio is <laughs> muted, but we can we can hear you still. We should be oh. able to. Child, do a mic check. Mic check, mic check. Okay. I want you to know when I typed um what I said in the text, uh the entire exchange was hilarious to me, even while I was typing my response. Sharice, Sharice got that drink champs um mic uh position going on. You know, they put the mic all the way down there like. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about that whole drink change situation. What were you saying? You said you read what? I'm sorry. The whole exchange about Tobias. I was cracking up when I responded to it because I was just thinking about all the different personalities and how they were receiving that message. <laughs> Shah's response first made me laugh, like out loud. What did Shah say? <laughs> she, I don't know. Something like, go ahead and get your rest and then a blue heart or something like that. I don't know what she's. I'm sleep deprived too. Sleep yeah, I mean I am different. too. Oh, I'm different. Yeah, turn turn Sharice up. All right, I'm not sleeping right now. 
Yeah, I mean, I took a nap too right before, so I get it. I'm tired as well, like really tired. But it was just funny to me. But it's it's Tobias being the one to say it. It's you responding with that message. It's me feeling like I should say something because I feel bad, but I also <laughs> feel like I'm sleepy too. But also get some sleep. <laughs> it's it it's Keith's lack of response. Better. All of it is hilarious to me. It's just because I know Keith, and Keith is like. <laughs> That's Keith. Oh, man. And did nothing. You know what's crazy? I talked to Tobias last night. It was pretty late, but um, we didn't speak long because uh, he sent me something funny. And I shared with him. I was like, I don't sleep much. <laughs> but it's enough to carry out my days. Yeah. I didn't sleep well at all last night. So I am actually very sleepy right now. But we here. We are here, and I appreciate y'all for being here. Um, I slept like a baby last night. But <laughs> everybody, everybody, but Keith was like, I can't really. Sleep. Can't hear Jeff. Uh, uh, magically, Jeff turns Sharice up while simultaneously turning himself down. Selfless. But um, I, I, I'm, I'm in Ohio, but it took me a while to get to sleep. Because they didn't have my reservation. You good, Jeff? They didn't have my reservation ready and all of that type of stuff. I had to come out of pocket to pay for it and all that, and it was just nuts, man. Like they didn't had a rental car ready, none of that. I'm like, fam, y'all sent me out here to, to, to work. Y'all ain't think I needed to play this thing. So, but you know, no. once I once I got yeah, apparently. But once I got in here, once I got in here, so this is the room I'm gonna be in the rest of the week. The last one I had to pay out of pocket, it was nice. Um, all right. Um, well, this is episode 149. This is your host, Keith Robeson, and you are listening to Thank God for the Group Chat. I know I jumbled that all the way up. Don't care. Um, and it will start in exactly or approximately 30 seconds. We got to stand still like the news. Watch this. No, do the countdown, Jeff. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Mean to wow, do okay. That. okay. I did not mean to do that. Okay, we Hello again. This is your boy Keith Roberson. You are listening to Thank God for the group chat. Um, we have a we have a special announcement, as you might have already heard. Uh, we have a our our, our new producer, um, and his name is Jeffrey Burnell. You heard him last week. Um, he made uh, a few uh, decisions 
going forward in regards to this podcast and, you know, just thoughts on how to make it better, how do we uh, move forward, how do we grow, and things of that nature, how do we make it more seamless. <laughs> um, but uh, so he's here to help us with that, as Jeff is now um, a partner of mine in regards to just, you know, just media in general. Um, and so, you know, Jeff is just my Jonathan in life, and I'm his. Also, and so um just glad that he's here with us, um, not just for this podcast, but just, you know, as a friend. So that's that's from the heart. That's, you know, I mean, that's as sentimental as you're going to get me today. <laughs> well, no, not today. We actually got a, we got a lot of pressing stuff to talk about, actually. Um, so with that said, um, I asked Alana if she could... Say a prayer for us as we talk about some heavy topics today. And she said she would. So. Alana, you won't be scared to do something like, like public speaking, like nervous uh, and no, nothing. No, I don't. I don't. I don't really consider this public speaking. Do you want me to just right. start, Keith? Yeah, whatever you want. You want me to make sure that I pray about the specific topics of the podcast. Okay. My thing is 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 messed up though. I can't see. I don't know what you can't see. What? Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Jeff, Jeff. No, I didn't do that. I just, I just pushed it back. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Heavenly Father, um, first of all, I thank you for mm. allowing us all to be able to be here tonight, um, for bringing us safely through our weekends, um, through this Monday back to work. Um, thank you for the idea of this podcast. Mm. Thank you for everyone that um, tunes in and that listens mm. and that has garnered any type of helpful information or guidance from it. God, thank you for the joy that it brings everyone who's involved and everyone who listens just for leisure. God, I want to pray a protection Mm -hmm. over um, everyone listening and everyone involved in this conversation today, Uh, not just um, over our responses to what's brought up, but also over our hearts and over our minds as we take in information about these topics. God, I know that... um, Spiritual warfare can be a controversial topic, but um, as believers, we know that it is very real. Mm -hmm. But we also know that the victory that you've already won over is also very real. Um, And I pray that we remember that um, none of our fights, none of our um, battles are against flesh and blood, but spiritual forces. And I pray, Father God, that we Mm -hmm. keep your armor on us so that we are prepared. I pray that you'd guide our words, that you'd guide um, every moment that exists in this podcast today and even our silence, God, I pray that it be divine. And I pray that we'd be wise enough to know when to speak and when not to, and what Mm. to say. Um, Mm. I pray that everything that is according to your will that needs to be brought up will be brought up and that it will Mm. be done in a way that will bring you honor and that will bring you glory. I pray that Mm. you have your way and I pray that you'd remove, um, any sense of, um, hesitancy or Mm. discomfort Mm or anything that will keep us from speaking up and saying exactly what it is that you move us to say. Um, mm-hmm. I pray that your Holy Spirit, 
guides this conversation. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Word. Thank you for that. Absolutely. You know, I that don't know really why. That was really good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't, <laughs> I thought you were going to say like a quick prayer. I love it. I love it. I appreciate that. I just been I've been around too many people that can't stand praying. And, can't and, stand. And can't stand praying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to pray. I'm like, you don't want to pray. Oh, that's me. I don't, don't want to pray. That's why Shaw was asking, Alana, you're not nervous? Yeah, I get nervous. <laughs> Said that. Start stuttering. Bringing in Most people don't like stuff. to pray out loud. Most people don't. <laughs> it's like, wow, Shaw. There's, the there's power in praying out loud. There's power in professing. There's power in your words. <sighs> we talked about that a couple of years ago. Um, so, all right, Jeff, Jeff's been dying to play this song. Jeff, give us 30 seconds of uh, <laughs> of uh, love is love's in need today of love's in need of love today by Stevie Wonder to get it started. Friendly announcer, I have serious news to pass on to everybody. What I'm about to say. Mm, so. <laughs> that was about thirty seconds. What? All right. So, thank, thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Just fade it out, brother. <laughs> you said 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so I did 30 seconds. I tried to t- look. I tried to fade it out. I'm going listen. You listen, this is your first time doing this. I yeah. appreciate you, but I have to make fun of you while we do it or else it's just simply awkward. So Yes, I know. I understand. <laughs> like, so, I got to got to make I I got to talk about it too. Sorry, bro. All right. Yeah. So um, this has been something that's just been in in the news on your feed all week and all last week. Um, Travis Scott had his annual Astro World uh, uh, festival. Festival it was. Uh, what, what day was it? It was like the eleventh, right? Mm-hmm. November eleventh. No, the other day was mm. November 11th. I'm tripping. It was last week sometime. No, I um, think it was the 5th. Okay, it was the 5th? Yeah, let me see. All right, so Jeff is going to uh, check up on what day it was. But it it had it couldn't have been more than two weeks ago. Uh, a lot of lives were lost. Um, they're saying they're saying 8th. It was the 5th and the 6th. It was the 5th and the 6th. Mm. Uh, you hear some talks of 8th. You hear some talks of eleven. It's up to eleven now, um, but the last we have. Sorry, the last article I read said ten. Okay, All right, ten. Okay, but um, recently the young man, the ten-year-old uh, boy, he passed away today. The mm-hmm. one who was trampled, he was he passed away today. So it's up to eleven confirmed uh, deaths. Um, 
So I want us to talk about it, talk about like, yo, what what caused this on the surface. I know that we'll get a little bit deeper later. I don't want to start there. I want to give as much, um, not brevity, but I want to give as much, um, you know what I mean, because lives were lost. You know what I mean? Uh, of course, we're going to talk about the spiritual ramifications and all of that type of stuff, but I think that would just overshadow um, you know, the sheer fact that people lost their lives at this concert. And so, you know, we don't just want to gloss over that and then go into some other stuff. You know what I mean? So um, what happened? What could it, how could it have been avoided? Um, what um, things did they set in place to avoid this from happening? What are your thoughts? All of that type of stuff. Let's have at it. I honestly don't understand clearly what happened because I've heard a bunch of different like points of people from the, the crowd. The girl story that took the courage to climb up to the top of that, um, what is it called? It's the where the people are that's doing a lot of the filming. She Her story was the one that I read in the most depth. Um, it just sounds like, I, I guess... I really don't know. I, I, I can't. I guess when you say what did they do to prevent it from happening, that's the point. That is my is my point. I don't think okay. there was much. I think it was just an open setting. There wasn't much crowd control, for lack of a better word. It was just like come and fill in the space. But obviously, I've never been to a Travis Scott concert because I'm not a fan like that. But from this story being brought to the forefront it's brought also to the forefront that i guess a lot of his shows are set up that way kind of like mm -hmm. a rock star type of vibe and that he encourages people to do things like crowd surf to kind of jam in and, and jump and crowd and so I, I really don't know yeah i don't know what happened i just know the result I to piggyback know. off of alana um, I heard this, I heard a lot of the same thing, like basically, um, crowd surfing, mosh pits, highly a, a big thing at his shows. Again, I'm just like you, Alana, I'm not a fan like that. I know a couple of his songs, not many, um, but from the outside looking in that whole setup for a concert, it looked like it was meant to go down exactly how it went down. I said, I don't understand why at some point they didn't cut off ticket sales because it looked, even in the, in a pandemic like COVID, how was that cleared to say, we're going to have this event and it's going to be okay. And that, that space didn't look like it could hold the number that they had projected in the first place. Probably because so, it was outside, as far as the COVID part, because it was outside, and I think that those restrictions are way looser now. Way looser. Especially in Texas. Mm-hmm. And, and my, it's Texas. My whole thing, regardless, spacing is still encouraged, even if you have an event outside. I just watched Adele have an event outside, and those people were still spaced out. So it's it's just like... You, you know the saying, recipe for disaster. That's mm -hmm. what I felt like that's what they wanted. Like this whole thing was a setup. Because for the life of me, like when they, you know how they show you the layout once everybody's not there. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, whoa, you will fit that many people in there? 
Like that, 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 that just sounds and looks dangerous. Like with limited amount of resources, limited amount of space, period. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't go to festivals like, um, with that type of setting, you know, like your, um, what's the big one in Cali that everyone goes to? Um, Coachella. Yeah. Don't do those. Unless I, I'm not, 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 not no bougie junk, no nothing. But unless I have like some type of VIP where I don't feel like I'm like surrounded and submerged by a crowd, I don't do them. I can't do yeah. it. It's just too much for me. Standing I need to be able to see other. an exit. <laughs> That's a must. I have to. But it was nuts. The setup, this, it, it just, it looked, I can't do it. I'm, that's just me. The setup just didn't look like, it looked like a mosh pit. Like, I'm not trying to be rude. That's not my thing. Like, if I don't know you and you like right here, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, I get well, that. I mean, well, you guys said it, that uh, this is, this is par for the course as far as Travis Scott events go. You know what I mean? So... Mosh pits are encouraged. Um, uh, breaking into con into the concert is encouraged. So they, um, I heard this. This is hearsay, but because I, I don't, I don't follow him. I don't follow any of his music. I, I might have heard a song one time in passing. You know what I'm saying? I haven't bought his McDonald's meals. Come on, man of God. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know about this guy. Just you know what I mean? It's, it's not not my cup of tea but i saw they said that uh he had a video like a, a promo in the astro world uh concert or the festival where you know people are breaking into the place so they said that it was supposed to be fifty thousand people you look at that you look at any of those daggone uh clips of that of that concert event like a hundred thousand people <laughs> That's not exactly. 50, that's not the 50, big thing. People. The big thing that's for me was when you they are the producer and you have a segment where you get to break down all of your thoughts. Okay. <laughs> just really go ahead, man. It's cool. We got four people here today. You got it, man. I appreciate it. I, that, I, well, Take my bad. <laughs> um, uh, the big thing for me was. There's there's legit history of him inciting people to do this type of thing, just to piggyback off of what you were saying. Like they were doing research, and every one of his events ends up something like this, only not as many people dead. I hope nobody dead. Other so than they his. so he's had people no. die before. He well get injured, not died. Yeah. So um, I've, I think we've all seen a clip like where he's literally looking down because somebody took his shoe off and he's telling he's inciting the crowd to do harm to the young man that took his shoe. I won't repeat what he said, but he, he was saying, beat him up, beat him up. And he was using choice oh, words wow. to say it. Beat him up, beat him up. It, 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 the word wasn't beat. But he was saying, beat him up. Did you, you want to take my shoe? Beat him up, beat him up, beat him up. Um, Sizzle was there. Drake was there. They said that a lot of stuff started happening even when Drake came out. 
I, I, um, I think their song is called Sicko Mode. I think that's the name of their song together. Yeah. Um, what else happened? Um, I, I don't I don't think I explained it correctly, but, you know, if you have not, if you don't know anything about this event, um, Travis Scott, I keep wanting to say Travis Barker, Travis Scott um, had an event and a lot of, a lot of lives were lost. Um, there was a stampede at one point. Um, they said that uh, people had gotten um, uh, stuck with needles, injected with le- lethal needles that um, took people out. Um, you know, people were trampled upon. They said that bodies were everywhere. You got all of these accounts where people are like, you know, literally saying it felt like it felt like we were at a concert in hell. And, um, you know, so, I mean, I can't say, do you think that this is avoidable? Of course it was avoidable. Um, but I do believe, I mean, I know that there were a lot of, there were a lot of police officers, a lot of police officers on the scene. There was a lot of security on the scene. There was a lot of EMTs on the scene. Contrary to popular belief, there were a lot of people, there were a lot of, as um, Mr. Peterson would say from high school, a lot of emergency people on the scene. You know, so, uh, you know, so there's there's that. Anything to anything else regards to that? We will return to this I on a deeper level. I think it wasn't an ratio to the people in attendance. Uh, one of the EMTs, one of his testimonies or accounts was that he said anybody who was anybody in regards to the health field, anybody who was like this standard EMT, da 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 they had all these credentials, anybody who was anybody in Houston that did medicine and practiced medicine was there. Mm. That says a lot. That says, that a, says a lot. He said, also oh, all she said, y'all can stop with all of this. So the things, the thing about first responders, they have to go, they have to respond to their initial, their initial patient or person that they've taken care of before they can help anybody else. Mm. So he said that he was pressing through the crowd, getting packages for people that, and, and he couldn't stop because people were like, yo, can you help me? I broke my leg. They trampled. I, I broke my leg. And he had to say, I got to come back for you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So what was happening was there were people that they were taking and like, you know, they were crowd surfing bodies, some lifeless to, you know what I mean, to the EMTs, they had a whole section where bodies were laid out on the on the floor. People giving people trained and untrained giving CPR to these people. And at cer- at certain points like when the more trained people they came through, they would say, "Listen, there's no pulse. Go to the next person. Move on." Sounds like the the details of a massacre. Seriously. Alright. Um So with that I, new game knowledge, they still proceeded on with the show? With okay, good, good shot. Yes, with that knowledge, I don't I don't think I don't get me wrong, I don't think Travis Scott had all the knowledge. Right. I will say I will say he had the perfect view. Mm. To see everything. At one point the man was standing up. 
even higher than the stage. You know what I mean? And looking down and was looking down as someone was getting help. So there is a clip. Mm-hmm. So there was a clip of, uh, you know, people, they're not showing you this clip. They're not showing you this clip. Y'all seen that clip? Like where he's like, yo, don't touch him. Get yep. help. Y'all seen that clip? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeff, I you can find Jeff. You can find it if 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 you can. But um, you're talking about where he's talking to somebody. Yeah, and he's like, "Yo, don't touch him." Da da da. And they they want to show that clip. At the same time, he stops the show, but he's watching this person as he's getting crowd surfed over to the EMT. But he's and he's singing. I guess trying to keep the show going because that's what they teach you. The show must go on. The show must go on. But at the same time, all right, let's ask this question: Should Travis Scott have stopped the show? Yes. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say yes. Yes, producer. Yes, yes producer, Jeff. <laughs> I'll save it for the notes later. I was going to say All something, right. but I'll wait. Okay. As you, as you do have a whole segment. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Dedicated to, to you. I, Okay. Thank you. You should save something for that thing. I, I, I would. understand. It would behoove you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An admonishment. <laughs> I implore you. That's why I, I, be- I, be- I beseech Seat you. <laughs> Those are the type of words my grandma used to use when I was like growing up. Beseech? Beseech, implore, admonishment, mm. behoove. And I used mm. to be like, what? Only kid, to, only kid who knew what those were. I was the only kid who knew what disobedience was. I used to use implore a lot until I knew exactly what it meant. I'm like, I haven't been using it correctly. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, uh, we'll come back to that. Um, I do want to, uh, I don't just want to say that just for the sake of saying it. I do pray for every single person that was at that event that night. <laughs> I, I'm laughing because it's so not funny. I do pray for every single person that was at that event last night uh, or that night and had to experience what they experienced. Yeah. Um, on a lighter note, on a lighter note, on a lighter note, Silk Sonic uh, released their uh, released their uh, much anticipated album by musical geniuses Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars, collectively known as Silk Sonic. They dropped this past Friday. Um, I think we all listened to it. I don't want to give a full review because it's only been out not a, a week. I mean, I, y'all can review it if you want. I don't feel comfortable with doing that to music and music like that. But, you know, I mean, what is your first thoughts on it when you heard it? Did I love the story it's telling. It's telling the story? I, for, for me, it is. It's pretty dope. It's like watching a movie. Like a, of a single guy leaving, looking for love, and it's just, it's just like he's cruising through it, hits some hiccups, but always like sees the girl as like this perfect girl. But it just, I don't know. I, so far, that's what I got from it. Like his songs, like Skate, mm-hmm. it kind of it's like you see her, and it's mm-hmm. like yeah, I, I'll I'll like to talk to her, and then. You get with her and it's like nah with that song. <laughs> I actually like that song. I, I forgot the title of it, um, where he played like, this bitch. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's my yeah. shit. Smoking out the window. But um yeah. Yeah, smoking out the window. Um I I love the transitions. I love the placement of the songs. It's just it's really dope. I like original stuff. Here you go. Man, um, I just think uh, they sound great together. I became a fan. Mm-hmm. I became a fan of um, and well, I've been a fan of Anderson Pack since since he dropped. Uh, I don't. I don't it's not Venice Beach. Um, I forget which album, but it was the album that really took him off. I became a fan then. I've never really been a fan of Bruno Mars, but uh, there is a song on the project that made me say okay i get it now and i'm here it was like one note in particular that he did on what's the name of the song uh something about smile put put mm. put on the smile mm-hmm. put on the smile it was some note that he did and i said okay bruno you got me i i enjoyed the album from beginning mm-hmm. to yeah. end um okay so I didn't listen to it more than once, which I prefer to do. So it's hard for me to come back and say, it's a no skip. Because, uh, you know, if I listen to it a second time, it's like, okay, I listened to it all the way through to give every song a chance. I might skip a song the second time. But none of the songs off Rip crossed me as, like, not up to par. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this one wasn't as good as that one. Or They were all really easy to listen to. It flowed well. They all felt good. Like, and it's hard for music to feel good nowadays. Their music feels good. Mm-hmm. I can sit around the house, I can drive, I can cook, clean, or get ready to go out to this same album. And so I really, mm. really enjoyed it. It's my, this is my type of like vibe and it's very laid back and grown up. And yeah, I like it. Yeah. Good stuff. And major shout out to Boosie Collins mm-hmm. with his commentating. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I love it. Uh-huh. I that love was dope. It. That was dope. So dope. So, so, so simple. So sweet. Sweet. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, I was excited because from, from the gate, thank you, Gina, it is Malibu, the album Malibu. I tried to put everybody onto that onto that project from Anderson Pack. Um Nah, but when they first said that they were um, doing a project, they mentioned that they were working with Bootsy Collins. Bootsy Collins is the one that gave them the name. Mm -hmm. They brought him into the studio, and he was like, yo, this sounds like Silk Sonic. And it was like, that's the name. Um, Do you think they do another project together? I pray they do. I say probably not, and I don't know why. I just feel like maybe not. Uh, I could see them doing one like, way down the road yeah it took them so long to come out with this that's what i mean yeah and like when you when you are a solo artist it's like yo it's been great working with you and i do want to continue to work with you but i don't want to work with you all the time they're going to be with this project alone fam they're going to be on tour for the next two years i believe it. wow that's not a stretch it's not think, two I mean, years. I, no, mm-hmm. I think they're gonna be on on tour for the next two mm-hmm. years. That'll go by extremely quickly. The tour exactly. dates spread out, and yeah, I think so. We still easing up off oh, COVID. It's I'm a thinking super- just U.S. I'm wilding. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to you got to go international. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Totally forgot. My bad. So yeah, yeah. 
I can see that happening for sure. Where did Kiko? I'm here. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, great job, you guys. I mean, favorite song on the project, and we'll move on because I, I really don't want to. Let me pull it I mean, back up. Next, yeah, next week we can review it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for but me, it's still I, I hate doing that with music. You know what I mean? Like, just, yo, this was so mm -hmm. good. This is not, no, you cannot do that with certain artists. You can do that with, in my opinion, you can do that with Rihanna. You can do that with certain people that are <laughs> certain people that are machines and built to be what they supposed to be. You cannot do this with people that took a whole year for a freaking project to come out and you only got nine songs on it, which is a full album, by the way. But you cannot mm -hmm. do that with cats that took their dag on time and made sure that that thing came out exactly how they wanted it. I don't want to hear oh, this. This I like. I don't like this song. I like this. You know what I mean? I don't want to hear that from records. I mean, you know what I mean? From magazines and stuff like that. Fam, you listened to it maybe three times and wrote your review on it. I don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? But from you guys, so far, what is your favorite song? Shy still loves Leave the Door Open. We know she's yeah, loved still that since it. it came out. Uh, my, I, honestly, contrary to Tobias' opinion, Fly as Me probably caught my attention the most. Bro. When I was playing it, so I was like getting Bro. dressed, and like I actually stopped Bro. and was like, let me look. What's the name of this one? Bro. <laughs> I was like, this song is fire. That song so, is fire. And I like, can I just say, I like that the album's only nine songs. It shouldn't be Straight no more than it. nine songs. I love First, it. Firstly, because it's on brand with the type of music that they're doing. Right. Back then, song like albums were nine songs. Yes. Why do you think they called them eight tracks? Right. Mm -hmm. I love tracks. it. I don't need all that. Um. So our our co-host Tobias said, "Yo, I really don't like Fly as Me. Fly as Me came on second on this project, I believe it is. Third. Third. Oh, after Leave the Door Open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The way this man rapped, I said, you don't <laughs> have to do this on this project. <laughs> you don't have to do this here. Um, I, I say this for this reason. Shout out to Dave um, Hackley, friend of the show, listener of the show, great musician, Greater producer. I mean, I don't know which one you prefer. Great musician, great producer. He's produced a lot of stuff for. Uh, um, he's got stellar awards and all of that stuff. Shout out to Dave Hackley. Um, he was like, yo, who do you think? This was, wait, you know, like when we first found out that they were going to drop a project together. He said, yo, who could go up against? What duo would be better than Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars? I said, nobody could go up against them. No one. Mm. And he was like, he was like, why do you think? He was like, that's a bold statement. I said, no one can rap and sing like Anderson Pat. And mm. no one and no one and play the drums. And no one can no one can play these instruments and then sing in the range that Bruno Mars has in the way that they both can write. You there is no one. So when when this man rapped, on the and this was bold when this man yeah. rapped on the daggone freaking third track out the gate. I said different. that was purposeful. It was different. I don't like I don't like I didn't like the way that it flowed, but to me it made a statement. It was a statement. It was a statement. 
to me, it really said, y'all not messing with us. Stop it. Mm. <laughs> the way, uh, just the way he rapped was amazing to me. I mean, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't the craziest flow, but it ain't the worst one either. Like just, I mean, it was in the pocket. It was, he did what he was supposed to do and he did what Anderson does. But, uh, man, uh, put a smile on. Beautiful. Love that song. I don't think that it's fire. It's a fire project. They should not have, they should not have dropped skate. Skate is an album cut. Mm. Skate sounds amazing within the project, as we all knew. Well, I don't mm-hmm. want to say all because I think a lot of y'all are stupid when it comes to music. But Skate was a great album. <laughs> Skate was a I do. I think I think a lot of y'all are sheep, and I think y'all don't know anything about music. Y'all like what people tell y'all to like. I do not disagree. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that's and some it, honesty. I, I mean, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Um, mm-hmm. No, nah, but it sounds great as an album cut. It sounds like a, a a song that I would love to listen to within that. I heard Skate like twice. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not about to make myself listen to this. I know this is going to sound great in the album. I'm not about to keep listening to this and this whack video mm-hmm. that y'all made in four hours. <laughs> On accident. Yeah. Y'all just playing. We need a video because we need something to do for TikTok. Not for TikTok. We we need a TikTok song, and that's what that's what Skate was a TikTok song that Especially like we ain't out here all... skating. It's still a pandemic. We ain't out here skating like that. You thought people was gonna be in their living room with they with they four wheel four wheels on doing their thing? No. Stop. Right, I mean, Cascade. they did it for leave the door open. They had but, but that was organic. That was organic. Mm. Skate, they tried it to, Skate, they tried to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Leave the door open was oh my god, song of the year. When it first came out, like song of the year, incredible. I remember I where like, I was first time I heard mm, that song. Mm. Amazing. I, I remember Amazing. when they said that we doing it. I remember when they said that we doing a project together. No song, and I said this makes perfect sense. And I am upset. <laughs> Why were you upset? Because it made perfect sense. And because they both <laughs> on Atlantic, they both musicians, they both got raspy, daggone voices. They both short. <laughs> Why we ain't doing nothing together? You short, I'm short. <laughs> They was walking through the hallways of Atlantic Records. Hold on. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Anderson. Album? Yeah, wait. Wait. <laughs> Why we never know Mr. Not, you stand right here. Not measuring each other. Stand next to me. Stand next to me. Stand next to me. Look. We look. Why we never know songs? You know what they say. You know what they say. They don't like tall people. The industry doesn't like tall people. They you they pick shorter people because they say tall people can't be stars. You know there are not a lot of tall R and B singers. Mm. Got Bobby Valentino. Nice. Bro, so many barriers. Nope. Nope. Got Bobby Valentino. Nope. nope. Montez. Montez. <laughs> <laughs> 
Saint Bobby Valentino three times. No, that's not true. Uh, well, I can't think of his name. I feel foolish because his name. Wait, you was about to say Montel Jordan? Yes, Montel Jordan. Yes, Montel Jordan is. Don't 16. do that. He's very tall. And you know Tyrese? Tyrese ain't short either. Um, How tall is Bobby Valentino? He probably same height as Tyrese. When's the last good song Tyrese had? <laughs> no, nah, he had a good album. But it's Tyrese. That last one. When's the last song Montel Jordan had a good song? Uh, uh-uh, uh don't do that. <laughs> But who would believe Montel Jordan singing now? Montel Jordan still sings. I know. I'm saying <laughs> the way the industry is now, how would he? How would it work? Because it's we almost would, like Ronald Isley singing about being a we, sugar daddy. We would believe Tyrese singing because Tyrese can come out with music at any point. Nobody's going to question it. He's mm. never really he Tyrese never really died off. He's one of the people. He kills actually, himself. He actually can he, come back whenever he wants to. He talks like he too much. Is. Yeah, I mean his personality, but he always can come back. Whatever. I he always said to. that he talked too much. Yeah. Yeah. He's very. He talks he's himself very, right into he's a hole. He's very emo. He's very emo. But he's <laughs> tall for the sake of this conversation. Right. Taller he's tall. than most R and B singers. He's he's at least five eleven, six foot. Gotta be. I hope so. And Tank's like five six. No. He's short. It's exaggerate, but yeah, exaggeration, but yeah, he is short. No. <clears throat> I don't know if Genuine is short either. So I don't think Genuine is short. That just ruined me. Are you serious? You thought Tank was tall? I didn't know you didn't know that. Yes. Uh, oh, my gosh. Good about, I don't know if he's as short as Amarion. He might be a little taller than Amarion. This is news to me. Ciao. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? I- <laughs> New Montel Jordan, when I'm around you, featuring the crest. Look right. Is that Lisa right? I wanted this to be a really bad song. It's just a bad video. <laughs> the video. Like the man could sing. Sounded, he could sing. Montel, okay. All right, so moving on. Montel Kanye cannot West. sing that video was <laughs> he can sing. terrible. No, he cannot. He can sing. <laughs> sorry. On a on a scale on that's a, a scale. That's a party. Of, sorry. On a scale of Jacquees to Tank, how well can Montel Jordan sing? He's more on the uh, Jacquees side. <laughs> but I enjoy it. I enjoy All right, it. I just say you enjoy it. That's, and nobody said he's not. He's not Rihanna. Love on a brain bad live. But Tyrese, you know, I'm alive. saying, you know, I you have. don't have to do that. You don't have to just go straight to somebody can sing. Just say I like his song. Okay. Then nobody said Keith Sweat. I like his voice on songs, songs, on certain songs that I listen to. <laughs> okay, my bad. I'll fix that. Oh, 
That's the song I really like. When I think about you. You. Hey, that song fly. I love that song. Exactly. I I like his voice on there. I'm like. I was singing. I was singing something for the honeys. Something for the honeys. (laughs) <laughs> so y'all got songs too so i'm not tripping okay no, I, know song. I don't like his voice i don't think he can sing i you think you don't i do okay but, but do you like but you just voice? Said... On, hmm? on certain songs yeah but it it annoys me when he really like is attempting to sing it's like he's, you just don't got Why are you doing this? Why are you putting it in quotations? He's There's always nothing attempting quotation to about sing. He is attempting to <laughs> sing. Keep Sweat is always attempting to sing. <laughs> but for the sake of this conversation, he is tall. <laughs> <laughs> he is tall. <laughs> and an R&B singer. Oh, um, man. This is funny. <laughs> so, uh, Kanye West... Uh, recently had a much anticipated everything is anticipated uh <laughs> on this episode kanye west had a drink champs interview that went uh, dare i say viral I, I think it was like three million in two days or something like that um that's low by kanye standards in my opinion but uh kanye did a drink champs interview where they just pretty much just let him go and just let him talk um and i was surprised by nori at how bad of an interviewer he is <laughs> he, he was too starstruck. He is oh, starstruck. That's a good point, Shy. I just I didn't even consider that. He is. What starstruck? He, he, he had no in, words. That, he was too in shock that he was actually right that man there. Loves Kanye West, and I shouldn't know that. He had nothing negative to say to him, and I'm like, there's so much you can say. He he laughed about him You're taking his not whole line. Being real. He laughed about he him laughed taking a line. He made it a joke. I feel like if it was anybody else in that chair, he would not have made that joke. Wait, say that again? Kanye West used one of his lines in some song. I don't remember what it was. And something uh-huh. about walking into a store, spending something. He told Kanye, you use my line. But he said it jokingly. And I was like, why is because that Because he's starstruck. He really did that. What? Am I saying that right? Star- no, should, no, you're not. He should answer to that. Starstruck. Right. I, I'm hearing myself twice, so my bad. He said baby shark. He baby shark. <laughs> He's too baby shark. <laughs> but no, I didn't. I, I, I was upset at the interview. I'm like, you're not holding it up down for the black folks. Right. You're not I need asking you to, I need what you we to, need to know. I need you to really weigh in and lean into this Trump stuff. And you're just letting it rock. You, you just letting let it right. You're making a joke about it. It's, it ain't nothing funny I don't about like it. it. <laughs> but, uh, I didn't laugh at all. So, yeah, Noriega is a horrible um, interviewer. Um, I aspire to be better than that. Um, Kanye West, uh, you know, he talked about a smorgasbord of things. And um, Thanksgiving is coming up, a cornucopia of things. Because um, he's a cornucopia <laughs> of a man, in my opinion. But, um, People love to just tack genius onto Kanye at the end of, and who, who goes by Ye now, I'm sorry, the artist formerly known as Kanye West. Um, Ye legally changed his name and all of that. Uh, 
you know, talk from any everything from the fact that him and his wife aren't divorced yet to, um, you know, to the Larry Hoover situation. Larry and brought his son on there and allowed his son to talk for all of two minutes about his dad <laughs> and then jump back on to why this is about him. And this is part two. So much so, Kanye is so full of himself that this man has two. I know I got a four fingers, but two daggone um, uh, drink champs uh, uh, podcast to talk about himself. How Kanye of Kanye, um, and it, you know it just I don't know. I, I I was I was happy in, in some instances, like it made me laugh. Like oh snap, Kanye's funny still. Oh snap, Kanye might be old Kanye again. Wait, oh Kanye sounds intelligible today. Kanye sounds coherent today. He sounds he's having. I'm tracking with his thoughts a little bit more than I was in the previous years and all of that type of stuff. So I was happy. But the mm-hmm. more I listened, the more disturbed I got and the more uncomfortable I became about him and where he is today. Y'all jump in at any time. This man talked about this man talked about uh Big Sean. He talked about Talib Kwali. Disrespect. He, he talked disrespected about a lot of people. It was weird Elon because Musk. I felt like he was capping a lot. Because I was like, would you for, say for this like this? Oh, I'm sorry. Capping is like you putting on, you faking right now. You're not being yeah. your true self. Um, I just felt like he was capping when he was talking about Big Sean. I feel like he was capping when he said his daughter Just was named Blaise. after <laughs> Noriega. He's a freaking uh, liar. Capping. Oh, Yo, definitely bro. capping about Jess Blaze. Bro, bro, fam, we did not name our daughter after you, Noriega. And I need you to calm down. Yeah. I need you to know that. I need you to calm he down. He didn't do that. It's, it's a joke, fam. I was mm-hmm. kidding. Her name is North. It's North. only right that we say Nori. To make it cute. But no, we never thought about you once when we daggone. We ne- you, you did not cross our mind. What song is Nori do again? <laughs> Ain't that what y'all want to do? Wait I'm a trying, I gotta find it. What, what y'all trying to do? Yeah. Shh, nothing. No, that's, that's not him. even his song. No, that's not his song. He has, he's on there. He has my essentials no. on Apple though, so he got enough. No way. Yeah, nothing is Nori. Um, Told you. And so is I'm trying to see what the song. It's another song. See, I know. that's when you need Jack. Oh, here. live Jack my life with Jaru. Y'all remember live my life with Jaru? No, 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 I do not. Okay, I knew that song. So those are the only two songs that I know. Uh, <laughs> nothing and live my life. So you think? You Noriega, you think <laughs> he got that on camera level? No way. Damn, you think with you and your two songs and your eighteen other Spanish songs that Kanye West thought about you when he was naming his daggone daughter? I thought that he asked that because did I was like maybe Kanye at some point mentioned liking Noriega? I. 
and I missed it. We named her North because our last freaking name is West. West. <laughs> I like the name North. We named you a freaking direction. We named you after a direction. <laughs> they did. They did. We name named you after a, a point on a, a cardinal compass. A cardinal, a cardinal direction. You no, you. Oh, here, let me chill because you named your daughter after me. We did not. No, we did not. You, you think if I did, you think I did? Kim Kardashian knew who the heck you were. <laughs> 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 I felt bad for him. I felt bad for him. I'm like, he really believes that. Kanye is a freaking mm-hmm. liar, bro. If there's nothing else mm-hmm. that we gather from this from that podcast, it's it's that he's still full mm-hmm. of himself. Sad to say. So Cat. full of himself. It was it was disgusting. So full of mm-hmm. himself and a freaking liar. Will lie to your face. This man forgot that he was hanging out with Tyler Quali and Big Sean. Just last week. <laughs> that is literally um, that's sad. that is the quintessential uh definition of being self-centered. Where mm-hmm. where it starts to even affect what you just said, Keith. Um like you don't even remember what you've said or done with other people mm. because literally every mm. moment exists around you. If that moment mm. did not somehow in affect or change or um, make a profound um, <laughs> anything on you, that moment ceases to exist essentially once it ends. Mm. And like that is narcissism in Great its brightest point. light. And Great it point. is it's self-centeredness. Just like um, when he took the time to point out how he doesn't like uh, Kim's publicist, and how, like in, in so many ways he kept bringing it back, and I thought that was weird. But I said, I feel like your whole divorce divorce is personal. Like, what? yeah, we know that y'all are separated, but why are you taking it the extra mile right now? to speak on it and drag it and you're dragging one person i get and it that's a publicist that's not even in your relationship i get it i guess you want to see her gone <laughs> well well that i that i understood he's never just doing one thing mm-hmm. he's never and and because he's a narcissist because he's self-centered he uses people and he uses things Right, so that's why Soldier Boy didn't mean anything to him. That's why Tyler, you mean Tyler lyrics stick to your ribs didn't mean anything to him. That's why, yo, I never liked any of your raps. Oh, and actually, I've been a gangster disciple. This whole time, exactly. Yo, I wasn't really a bat. I really wasn't a backpacker. I really wasn't a backpack rapper. Stop it. Shut up. Anyway, let me get off that. <laughs> but that's but that's my point. So he uses things and he uses people. In this instance, and he said it. I'm use. I'm literally using this interview. You know what I mean? But it's 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 evident. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So take it from a person who you know. Take it from a person that's dealing with some sort of version of of this, right? It's so true. Anything 
that you say can and will be used against you in a court of law, right? So, yeah, I'm going to set the stage, right? I want you to say, I want you to refer back to this interview when I'm talking about her publicist, when I'm talking about the things that I've done for Kim, when I'm talking about how I want my family back, how I want this and that to happen. I want you to refer back to this super-duper uber-public interview. Because you're going to bring it up. And if you don't, I will. Mm -hmm. Look, I said this. I said this on this on this episode on here. Everybody heard it. Yo, I got I lost the house in the divorce and I don't even live anywhere. Da 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 da. da. I only care about, home is about my kids, my kids and when I FaceTime my daughter. Da 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 da. Right. Child custody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's you know what I mean? Oh, oh, you don't get any alimony. That's all of that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Because I'm bringing mm -hmm. this up as if I'm just talking about it in a regular conversation, but I'm not. Right. It's all and I've learned how to do this. Mm. I've learned how to do this. I'm super calculated because my big brother, quote unquote, my boss, is well calculated. Mm -hmm. I didn't learn. I learned this from some from somewhere. I've learned to be this way. My whole camp is this way. Um, I don't know. We'll talk about Kanye being mm. a follower of Christ another time because he was just saying a lot of stuff that was. But I don't want to say I'm not. I ain't mad at. I ain't mad at nobody cursing. I ain't talking about you talking about women. I'm not talking about that type of stuff. I'm talking about how yo we are the blood of Christ. What are you talking about? I've no. I don't know what scripture he took that from. Um, I've heard <laughs> that where the image. I've heard image bearer. I've had I've heard sons and daughters. Um, I I I don't actually joint heirs. Joint heirs with Christ. We are not the we are not the blood of Christ. I don't First, I don't think that I'd want to be the blood that was shed on the cross. I would not. I would not so. because I would not because I literally thought about that because I was on the plane. Um, I was on the plane. Where was I coming from? I think North Carolina. Um, and I was like, blood of Christ, like, how can, because it, it sounds okay to say for a split second. So you think about it. I'd rather so be the think hands and feet. I'll just be the hands and feet. You know what I mean? It, what? it sounds okay. And then, but then it's like, no, 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 no. No, it can't be. You know what I mean? The blood that Jesus shed for me, way, and this is a song, the same scripture, way back on Calvary, the blood that gives me strength from day to day, it will never lose his power and you think that we are that we're, we're the power we're the ones with the power and we are the ones that give the strength from day to day right <laughs> is that is that we all are is that is that we um it was this like i think i want to say utilitarian i don't think that's the right phrase um but like it's just this whole we all are going to be okay you know what i mean like you know, mm -hmm. Jesus is a source of which I'm using to do and emit and do the things that I plan on doing. I'm using Jesus as a vehicle to do the other things that I plan on doing. And I mean, that's that's an and easy fit for him. He came out with Jesus Walks. I was the beginning exactly. of his career. And fam, I said that. I said this. Um, I said this a whole like like when he first started walking with the Lord and all that. I'm like, yo, these Sunday services are weird. And everybody was like, yeah, Kanye, he having church. Everybody, he having church. And wearing Sunday shirts that say Holy Spirit. 
And huh? And wearing shirts that say Holy Spirit. Yeah. I don't know I'm what never... about the Holy Spirit, but just Holy Spirit. So weird, so weird, so weird, so weird. And I was like, fam, what like I'm but I'm 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 about Jesus, but I'm also gonna sell these Holy Spirit socks for a thousand dollars. Or for you know what I mean? But I, I don't think it was a thousand because the shoes are three hundred. But it was up there in price. It was like a hundred dollars for this for the socks or something like that. For the whole and it's just, it's, yeah, it just got me looking at this whole thing. His interview just got me looking at this whole thing completely different now. And for a minute, you know, for a mm-hmm. minute, I was like, oh yeah, he dropped his project. I'm so proud of him. Da 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 da. But then when you think about how he didn't pay the dag on quiet. That's crazy. Yo, fam, give us a give us a million dollars, you freaking billionaire. Mm hmm. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. We want one million dollars for all of these daggone people in this choir. How that's going to spread pretty thin, really quickly. Really quickly. Real quick. From you, you millionaire. Now we had we had to sue you to get it. Mm. But you would, and and this was, uh, and I, I I'm off it, but I'm standing up here. I'm standing up here while y'all praising God. I got a Bible in my hand, but I'm watching y'all praise God. And conspiracy theorist Keith, I just told you who I just told you who I thought I was. I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Conspiracy theorist Keith. Am I singing about myself? Am I? Am I? Are y'all praising me right now? Mm-hmm. Do I really mm-hmm. think I'm I saying God? Talking about God, but internally still, still thinking about myself. Mm. These are the questions Noriega should have been asking. Noriega didn't think to ask these questions. Yo, Jesus is real. Jesus is real. Yo, let's clap it up for that. I never never had anybody say that on this podcast before. Yes, Jesus is real. Jesus is real. Jesus is real. But there there is a theology going around. And forget a theology, but there is this whole thing going around where people they don't they acknowledge Jesus they acknowledge I mean that's been that's been forever they acknowledge him but they use it they trying to pervert the power and the power that comes with him and trying to say yo you know what I mean like just trying to like yo I acknowledge uh, it's it's it's, it's and I, I know why Alana's pointing at me yo it, having a form of godliness but denying his power mm. That's the concept of cultural Christianity in general. I think when people use that phrase, it's just the idea of people who, you know, in some cases maybe have grown up in the church, maybe have had Christian enough experiences growing up. Uh, but it is not necessarily. I got, it. I got right. it from here. I'll take it from here. Right. And it's not necessarily what, what they subscribe to to direct or guide their daily lives. It is just an entity that existed growing up an that they feel inclined to honor when mentioned mm. or when deemed necessary 
or when needed. Mm. Outside of that, mm. it just remains a background entity. It is not in the forefront of their decision making or the mm. way that they scope their character. So that is that is what you're describing. That is what I refer to when I say something or someone or anything is cultural Christianity mm-hmm. versus actually representing like having a relationship with Christ, which means that that relationship is constantly informing who you are in the world. Somebody talk. Absolutely. All I got is is an amen for that one. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. What's up? What's next? I'm a, um... To answer your question, is Kanye West really a follower of Jesus? At this point, he is a follower of himself. <laughs> I, and I and that's and that's my point. I think Kanye thinks I'm saying I was saying it without saying it, but I at, at this point I'm inclined to believe that Kanye still thinks he's God. He called himself. I mean, it's Jesus. That I, can't, I know we've said like, it, we've heard it, and seen it so many times that it starts to become thing, common. But it really like, does matter. It mm-hmm. matters. Mm-hmm. But that's and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's it's like. I'm a. I'm gonna just make it more palatable for y'all. Yeah, or just say it enough to where it isn't questioned anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. this is another nickname he gave himself. This is not the same as Puff Daddy, P Diddy, Diddy, and Brother Love. That's not the same. It's not the same. It's You're a perversion. Thank you. It's you a perversion are... again. Thank you. So, I was gonna save this for the notes, but I think this is pertinent. So I already see how this goes. How this is going. We ain't nah, gonna handle this. I'm gonna have some notes. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, Can I read the scripture? You said it. And you got it. I'm sorry. Can I read the scripture real quick and you go? Yeah. Second Timothy verse. Second Timothy chapter three. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters. Proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. Hmm. Well, that's that's it, right? I was going to say he's, if there was ever a physical embodiment of narcissism, and pride it's Kanye West Mm. and everybody's touched on it but I honestly think that the principality of pride has such a deep rooted hold on him that this is just a daily thing because everything in his life is superficial or artificial he has no real relationships so he has to feign what it would look like to have an actual relationship with somebody Mm -hmm. because nothing outside of himself matters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I'm cool with I'm cool with Sean. I'm cool with uh he named somebody else. I'm cool with Travis Scott. He always makes himself the the victim. No, no, listen. I'm cool I'm cool with I'm cool with Travis Scott. I'm cool with Jay Z. I, as a believer, I'm still cool with these well-known, dare yeah. I say, Uh-oh. what, y'all? Uh-huh. What? Well, in my opinion, people with a lot of following. Oh, okay. I was about to go problems. somewhere completely oh, different. I'm cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about it. We know that what happened at Astroworld in Houston was a travesty. But the symbolism and events that took place are leaving many, including myself, with their spiritual spidey senses tingling. Was this concert a satanic ritual or simply crowd mismanagement run amok? Please don't be silent. We are doing an audio. Oh, I didn't know that was a question. My bad. From the things that I've seen, again, I'm still just gathering information from the things. I, I, I am inclined to believe that there was um, spiritual inclination in this this entire situation. Um, from the, I think the thing that really caught my attention was uh, the moment that people kept recording where he was doing what seemed to be a seance on mm. stage. Oh shit. And it was happening, I think, simultaneously while someone was... Something was happening with someone. I can't remember what it was. And he was like, it looked from the stage, and he could have not been looking at them, because it could be that he can't even see what he's looking at, but it looked like he was looking right in that direction and then saying words that were like not able to be understood. And then people kept saying, it seems like a seance. And I've seen many Mm -hmm. posts about it, but I haven't looked into it deeply. But I think that's the one that kind of caught my attention. I was like, wait a minute. Let me let me look at this or think about this deeper than just like this is just another tragedy. Like what really was going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, to piggyback off of what you were saying, it's it's the reaction from people that were innocently really going to see an artist that they like their music. You know what I mean? Them saying things like I felt weird and it seemed like I was literally in hell, stuff like that. I'm like, how do you even imagine what hell is like unless you must really feel uncomfortable and you that's the only thing that comes to mind. So stuff like that is what got me. Like, it's one thing to be in a, um, tra- in a moment of a tragedy or something just going crazy and chaotic but it's another thing for someone to sit there and say they felt like they were in hell like Mm -hmm. that's not normal to me like i'm sorry like that's not normal and it's been numerous people posting videos giving their testimony of what they went through and they all say that line i felt like i was in hell and i just i'm in awe because i'm like what does that even feel like this picture here, I remember seeing this as well. It caught my attention as well. You know what it feels? I, I have a, For those of you listening to the podcast, I have a picture up of the actual stage. 
of the Travis Scott Astro World stage. <clears throat> Shaw, you know what you know what hell feels like? No, I don't. Complete <laughs> complete apathy. Mm. Which is what those people were feeling that night. So in conjunction in conjunction with everything that they were saying, yo, I can't I can't breathe. I said, what what mm-hmm. what do people mean that they can't breathe? You outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeff was I I said that to Jeff. Jeff was like, oh, like, oh, he was like, yeah, all of all of the people. I'm like, yeah. And it's crowded. And it's dark. And they were saying that it's it's dark and that you can't move and that you couldn't breathe. And he said, people were saying, that the accounts people were giving, like, yo, I'm literally, like, looking up, like, gasping for air. Oh. So all of those things. But the thing that really got me, the thing that really triggered me was the fact that they said no one felt any remorse for people. People were watching people die. Bodies were all around them. No one was stopping. People trampled mm. over people. Sha, mm. hell, hell is the absence of God, of the presence of God. Mm-hmm. That above all else, above all, above all, uh, you know, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth above all the, you know, the, the lake of fire above all of that type of stuff above all, you know, like, yo, you just tormenting forever and ever screaming all that above all of that. Forget all of that. Mm-hmm. The absence of the presence of God. God is love. The opposite of love is not hate. It's apathy. Yep. <sighs> Symbolism. He had a, uh, everybody thought, you know, like, so he had a dove on the screen, it was flapping his wings, but it had, but it was, it was, I thought it was an actual dove, so I was, I was highly upset. I'm still highly upset, but everyone was like, yo, he had a dove, but it was on fire. Mm-hmm. In the Christian faith, I mean, if you're not a believer, a dove don't mean nothing to you other than what it might mean to you. But in in a, in a Christian faith, a dove literally represents the Holy Spirit. Ain't no getting around it. That's what it represents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, so there's one thing. Um and this this is before we even get to <laughs> uh so to describe further this this event and I'll I'll take this off the screen. Y'all see it, y'all got the image, y'all get the point. Um so Travis had is known for having football let's start here, let's start here. Lord, my mind is all over the place. Help me. Um Astro World. So Astro World is from Houston. So Astro World is a part of was a part of uh, the Six Flags Great Adventure. So apparently there's more than six flags. There's apparently eight flags, right? Um, so one of those things was Astro World, 
Astro World Great Adventure. It has since been shut down. Travis was like, yo, this was this was my thing to go to when I was a kid because he himself is from Houston. So the event takes place where Astro World used to be. The Astros, the Astros, um, who just lost the uh, the 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 Stanley Cup. Is it the Stanley Cup? That's the NFL. That's the NHL. Um, they lost the uh, World Series. World, World Cup. Series. World Series. Thank you. I watch basketball. Um, so um, <laughs> you know that's 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 in Houston. The Astros. All that is cool. What does an Astro mean? What does it mean? What's an Never Astro? Know. Never know. Is it not like a, a the fire? Uh... Okay, I'm gonna Google that before I say it. Out like, right. I'm gonna be honest. I never knew because it's nothing symbolizing on no u- uniform that I saw. I always thought they yeah, had cool colors though. What a star! I, I thought it was like star. a flying. Okay, never mind. Astrology. Astro. I might be short for astrology. All right, let's look up the meaning of astro. All right. Meaning of astro. Y'all could y'all could talk while I'm looking it up, but but I'm really trying to think of the uniform. I'm like I was no. definitely about to I... describe a meteor. Oh, uh, <laughs> like an asteroid. Yes. Okay, I got you. That's what I was about to describe. Say I was yes. like, isn't like the flying ball fire or something <laughs> like that? And then I googled it, and I was like, that's not it. <laughs> Don't say that. Uh, Trying to name people Astro. So a lot of times Astros are depicted as stars. Let's just do that. Um, I'm hearing the echo, so I'm going to mute y'all. Um, still hearing the echo. Might be me. It's a lot, actually. Let me mute that real quick. All right. So an Astro is a lot of times represented as a star. The, Ast- the Houston Astros, they have a star on their jersey. Um a lot of times, the in, the enemy is often referred to as what, Alana? Wait, in connection to what you just said? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you're getting at. Are you okay? So the enemy is often referred to as the morning star. Oh, okay. I'll leave that there. Astro World. Okay. So, Travis Scott, let me mute Alana again. Astro uh, World has an entrance. You walk into Travis Scott's skull. You walking into his mouth. Right? I don't want to put that up. A lot of people were saying, and a lot of people that aren't believers, a lot of people that do more than dabble in this type of um, way of life, have said, you are walking into a portal. Not only that, there the, the artist who made that has made other antichrist-like paintings and things of that nature, right? He has made one painting, you know, that is that, you know, Travis got this this idea from is walking into the mouth and walking into someone's mouth. In the painting, is called the uh, the the gateway to hell or the the door to hell or something like that. Mm. So you're walking into there. Um, when when they got in there, 
a lot of people were saying it felt eerie from the gate, <laughs> like from from the jump. This it was something off, and it was like, all right, let's go. Before they could go, though, here comes the stampede. Literally, Travis is coming out. And everybody's like, nah, we got to see Travis. So everybody's pushing everybody back into the thing, back into, you know, they're trying to get out and they cannot because there's a stampede coming this way, pushing them pushing them back in front of the crowd because they're trying to get to the front of the crowd, hence the stampede. And I thought that stampede don't really, that don't really mean anything, God. Like, that don't explain the stampede. You know what I mean? This don't explain the stampede. And God was like, why doesn't it? I'll leave that there. Somebody somebody talk while I pull this up. So right now you painting a picture of why everybody started storming towards the stage. I'm painting a picture. I'm trying to paint to you the picture that this was <laughs> this that something extremely demonic took place that night. Extremely demonic. Oh, the absolutely. The day, You're, the like, you're day, walking us through it, but right absolutely. now. Absolutely. The day in which it took place is was in the day in that. So this was supposed to be a festival, a festival of three days, right? Supposed to be three days. First of all, festivals are built for that. Just a mm-hmm. sheer thought of a festival. Hey, man, we're doing what festivals do. Y'all might have, like, simmered down on it, but this, through antiquity, and you know, throughout history, this is what festivals have been like. We're we're doing seances right now because this is what festivals are for. What y'all mad about? Mm. People get sacrificed during festivals. What's what's the problem? It's not funny, but the, it's not funny at all. You know what I'm saying? So, um, <clears throat> like I said, throughout history and throughout antiquity as a whole, like this is what happens. Um, these particular days in which this this event was supposed to take place, barring any serious injuries, was supposed to be a day where 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 they say yearly this is the time in which it makes it easier for spirits to pass through portals and and to come into the physical realm. If you see on Travis Scott's shirt. And his paraphernalia and, uh, you know, just the merchandise as, you know, just the merchandise in general. On one end, there's a man walking into a door and people walking into a door. And then on the other end of that door, demons are coming out on the other side. He wore that shirt? Yeah, he was on stage with it. He was on the stage with the shirt. The stage and and, um, the, 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 Excuse me. The advertising, the advertising was saying, "Yo, c- welcome to another dimension. Come to another dimension. See you on the other side of this mm-hmm. other dimension." The stage had "See you on the other side." In flames. The stage itself was a humongous portal. You saw the y'all saw the picture. I showed y'all the picture. It's a huge portal. Fifty thousand people. You got a huge portal. No problem. 
No problem. Set it up. We've been doing this for the past three years. Everybody should be acclimated. Everybody should be accustomed to what goes on here. We raging like nothing's different. Yeah. Yeah, let's set this thing up. Now now it's year three. Three is always three always means something in the spiritual. You, all right, I don't know what it means. Don't give me don't give me pontificating and lying about that. But all right, cool. Let's set up this stage. Let's make it look nice. Let's make it look let's let's make it look really demonic. And like so out in your face that you think that I'm just playing. You think that is just a part of the aesthetic. Well, I'm not playing. We out in the open with it. Yeah, let me make that right, cool. Big old portal that says, see you on the other side, as if we just playing at this point still. Remember a couple of years ago um, when, um, what's that boy's name? Lil Uzi Vert was like, y'all in hell with me now. Welcome to hell. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to hell. This was on stage, and everybody was like, no. Nah. He was like, no, nah, y'all signed up for this. Remember? <laughs> They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm laughing because that's exactly how he be looking when he be talking. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. This is my third day. I, 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 I'm just new to him. I'm just here. Welcome to him. Yeah. He's like, little Uzi Vert is, if you say it in a certain way, little is he's saying Lucifer. Oh, y'all, y'all surprised. <laughs> A lot of was like, oh, I didn't even think about it like that. Well, I should have said that. I call him Lil Uzi. That's somebody, it. Somebody go save I JT. I don't even say his name. <laughs> go save JT. I don't ever have a reason to say Lil Uzi. JT but... boyfriend? Somebody go save JT. <laughs> she don't know. She knows not what she does. Mm-hmm. Somebody go so, save that child. <laughs> yeah, so y'all look, y'all, 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 do, y'all talk while I'm looking up this whole thing about Legion. Because really, where do you get Uzi Vert from? Now that I think about it, yes, nobody, <laughs> nobody gave you the nickname Uzi Vert. <laughs> that is completely Satan can inspired. I, can I see your phone? I want to know his real name now. Can we probably something like Jalen? I don't want to. Like can y'all talk about the the things that I just laid out for y'all? <laughs> this <laughs> is this is it because this, this is, is me, this is me saying that now that I think about it. That man's name really wasn't Mr. Vert. <laughs> now that I think about it, he's been playing me this whole time and calling got me calling him Lucifer. I don't His like name that. is Shamir Bicel Woods. Nothing like Uzi. Nothing Lucy Lil Uzi Vert. Lucifer. <laughs> That's what it is. Lucifer. And I am taken aback. And clearly, mm. my spiritual discernment is. Mm, mm, mm. Ooh, no. It's okay. It says... I'm right with you. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. They said at some Ooh. point, Travis, it's a lot of people. They were like, I'm not religious at all. I'm not, a, I'm not religious at all. This was demonic. Travis is demonic. He didn't care. He saw what was going on, and he never stopped anything. He saw what was going on and said, you know what you came here to do. Let's rage. Yeah. Repeatedly. Mark chapter 5, verse 6, there's good news. There's good news to be told for sure. 
Mark chapter 5, verse 5. Night and day, among the tombs and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. So this is a man that is... Um, this is a man that is uh, possessed with many, many, many demons. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? In God's name, don't torment me. But Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you impure spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? My name is Legion, he replied. For we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus, send us among the pigs. Allow us to go into them. He gave them permission and the impure spirits came out and went into the pigs. The herd, about 2,000 in number, rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Mm. So I'm going to stretch a little bit. I'm, 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 I'm stretching. Could it be through this portal? These spirits were allowed to enter into these people and create a stampede. Absolutely. I don't even think that's the stretch. I think that that's the reasonable explanation for it if we put everything that we've discussed here together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There were people in VIP that were and people were jumping in VIP trying to save people because no matter what is no matter what they say how many people died people were saying that there were bodies around them that's just around them so that's more than 10 people that's more than 11 people yeah You see the, the, the type of people that passed away. There were young children. There were young kids, mm-hmm. 10, 11, 14, 16-year-olds. A lot of times in these rituals and in these sacrifices, what is required is, is the blood of young, innocent children. Because they're pure. And Travis comes out with a with a um, with a video that you know saying yo I never meant for this to happen. He don't apologize. He don't apologize. This this one demonic girl I was listening to as she was explaining. Uh, this one witch I was listening to. Yeah, she was saying he was rubbing his third eye the whole time. It's like so you see him doing this. He's rubbing his third eye. She said because he's lying. He's lying. He's not a pot, and he's not apologizing. And, it, and from the, when I watched it, I was like, "This is mad insincere. You don't care. You you look like you trying not to laugh because you knew what you intended to do." Or uh, so here, I'm gonna shoot him some bail. I don't think that Travis knew the. Ex- I'm going to say I'll give him this much. I'll give him this much um, uh, credence. I don't think that he knew the extent 
of what was going to happen that day. I do believe that the enemy knew <laughs> what he wanted to happen. And more importantly, God knew what was going to happen. And so uh, God, God got it all in control still. Thank God. Thank God for God. But um and just like you know, just like the story that we just read, he had to Jesus had to give the okay. Mhm. You know what I mean? And 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 they ran it they ran into the pigs, but the pigs ran it, 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 they ran into the water. It's like, all right, cool, go into the go into the pig. Oop, straight into the water. But that's a whole another another thing that I don't fully understand and most theologians don't even understand. But um, Jesus' point is that God is in control of everything, but um, I don't think Travis knew the extent of what was going to happen. I, I, so I don't think that he purposely—I'll give him this much. Maybe he didn't purposely mean for all of that to happen. Or, or this, this, this much. Uh, lawsuits, hundreds upon hundreds of people that passed that passed away that day. You know what I mean? All of these injuries and stuff like that. You refunding all of the people their money and all of that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Um, but I do believe that he knew that he was being influenced. I do believe that he knew what was what was taking place. I do know that he I do believe that he knew that he was taking place in a search in a satanic ritual. I do believe that he knew that much. I do believe that he knew that much. It's just too many things that you doing to say, look, I'm about this. Travis has lines where he's giving praise to the enemy. I will not repeat what he says, but he is giving praise to the to the devil. So we can't say, nah, he ain't me for this, that, fam. My whole discography says this is what I mean. People hide in plain sight, man. The enemy hides in plain sight. See, y'all don't even see Lucifer <laughs> in Lil Uzi Vert. Like, fam, I'm, I've been I'm, I've been out here is what he's been saying. I'm out here. So keep your eyes, like like Denzel Washington said on, in training day, keep your mouth shut and your eyes open. You're in a privileged position to learn a thing or two. Like there's so much going on in this world, and we just like to call it fun. We just like to have fun. We just like to listen to music, any old type of music that we want to listen to. You know what I mean? We just like to, you know, Repeat every little thing that we repeat in and watch everything that we think is cool to watch is not. The enemy is the prince of this world, and I do mean prince. The, 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 the Bible says that he's a prince, but in order for there to be a prince, there must be a king. So he's the prince of this world, so he's he's doing things, and he's in the world. Everybody like, no, the enemy ain't here. He in hell. Like, no, he's not in hell. Jesus, God told him, you find this in Job, in the beginning of Job. He was like, Jesus, well, God called all the sons of, God called all the sons of God to him, right? Sons of God literally means all the angels, all, all the angels. So even the ones that were still in heaven and the third that departed from heaven, they had to give an account for what they was doing. He's asking each and every single one of them. What's going on with you? What was you doing? What's, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing? Ah, no, nah, don't do that. Da, 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 da. Okay, that's cool. And he asked the enemy, what, what was you doing? He said, I'm just roaming the earth. Roaming the earth. Roaming the earth. Seeking whom I may devour. 
heavy. Real heavy. Jeff, I told you not to put this here. <laughs> I told you not to put this here. The Harder They Fall movie review. I told you my mind is going to correlate fall with fall and fall. <laughs> I'm not going to make a transition. The Harder They Fall came out on Netflix recently with, with everybody's boyfriend. He's your Elba. Lakeith is mine. I don't want interest. I, I don't get I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't care. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I, don't I care. love him. So the harder the harder they fall came out on Netflix. It's a um it's a movie, it's a fictitious uh black history film. <laughs> I laugh when somebody said that, I'm like oxymoron. But um the Harder They Fall came out. It's, 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 it's real life. The names are real, and and the things that they did were real with black cowboys and black um, you know, I don't want to say vigilantes. That's not the word, but you know, black people from um, you know, the wild wild west. Um, you know, Cherokee Bill and Nat uh, Love and uh, what's his name, Buck something Buck. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, Idris's character. Um, so that came out this past week. Personally, thought the movie was pretty good. Oh, don't want to forget Regina King. Regina King can't forget her. Regina King was in it. Zazie B. I don't know how you forgot was in her. it as well. You know what I mean, so thoughts on the movie? Folks hated Regina King's accent. I need to listen to it again to figure out why they hated it so much. But I saw a bunch of posts about her accent, and I was like, it didn't stick out to me. But the movie was um, was great. <laughs> I don't tend to like movies um, that, um, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, this isn't an action movie, but action-oriented, um, Wild Wild West-themed. Like, mm-hmm. those don't draw my attention. So, really, I watched it after so many people were like, please watch it. And I didn't mm-hmm. know Lakeith was in it, because if I did, I would have watched it way <laughs> earlier. Um, pleasant surprise. Um and so the movie was incredible. I think that um, everybody in it, I mean, it was star-studded for all intents and purposes, but, like, everybody did a really amazing job. And I just mm. really liked the story. Even the mm. way it ended, I love when movies don't end in a way that is, like, so clear. Like, I'd really figure out a lot of movies in the first 15 minutes. Me too. Um, and I didn't. And I, I really, really, there were some things I could have I said I knew was going to happen, but... The way it ended was was a surprise, and I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. It was a surprise. It was a surprise that you should have that you thought that you should have gotten, but then like when you think about it, it's like no, nah, there's no way I would have. Really right? No that. way. I wouldn't have thought. No way that. I would have made that. No way. Yeah. But when you look back, it's like oh okay. But it was amazing. The way it even was, it, the way it was even exposed, like it actually was captivating. Like he was telling that story, and I was actually really drawn in, and I was like oh, wow. What a story. <laughs> and then it all comes together. I'm like, oh, wow. That's your story. Like, I'm just, I'm, the whole thing just had me on the end of my, on the edge of my seat. Oh, that's good. Definitely I mean, from, had me from, back. Oh, go ahead, Sha. Oh, no, no, no. That's all I had to say. Definitely had me in my, in my bag. Like, the, the beginning. Scene, all those. Oh, my bad. Great. You were talking. 
Um, just to say, to see all those great African-American um, actress and the actors just come together, I, I didn't feel like it was any ego in the room. They just set out to put out a good, a good project, and it, it came out beautifully. I love Dion Cole. I'm a fan of his in general. Um, I love him as a comedian. He mm -hmm. did so good. I was really proud he to see him did. in this role. He did so well. Mm -hmm. You didn't know it was him to I, my, begin with. My friend really didn't know it was him. I recognized him immediately, but she really didn't know it was him. I said, that might be Dion Cole. And then I looked, you know, I watched, I continued to watch. I said, it is him. Mm -hmm. His, op really his opening, his introduction is hilarious. Mm hmm. He's hilarious. This, this, yes, I love Dion Cole. He, so he's, funny. He's, a, he's an amazing writer. So Amazing good. comedian. Um, uh, this film had, had had everything. It had everything that... It was like a Quentin Tarantino-ish kind of film. Very. Mm -hmm. You could tell that they were inspired by Quentin Tarantino. You know what I mean? So, I ain't mad at that. I like Quentin Tarantino. Always. Yeah, but not, I love Quentin Tarantino. I, I love Quentin. Um, but... Um, if you haven't seen it, I, I would say I recommend it to watch it. You will not be disappointed. Mm -hmm. I give it a, out of five, I give it a, out of five, I give it a, I'm doing points. I give it a 3.5. That's literally what I thought. Yeah. Damn, that's low. But I wasn't giving it 3.5. I knew you were going to say that. I give it a 4.3. Me too. Okay. Me too. I'm definitely giving it a 4. Well, I'm a, I'm a really harsh critic about films because I saw some points in there like, okay, this is slow. That mm -hmm. was, you know what I mean, you couldn't, you didn't have to do that. Why did you make this choice? Oh, what a, what a rookie mistake here, da, 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 da. So I still think it was a really good movie. And I don't mm -hmm. do that good movie for a black film thing. I don't do that. It's a good movie. You know what I'm saying? 3.5 mm -hmm. to me is, is good. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Four to me is outstanding. Five to me is incredible. So it was on the cusp of outstanding to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would watch yeah. it again. I'll definitely watch it. In like close proximity to when I first watched it. So. Yeah, I watched it twice. I watched it twice. I would watch it with someone else. Mm -hmm. again. Who hasn't seen it or something. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would. Yeah. All right. Um, honorable mention before we get out of here. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse and the Ahmad Arbery trial. Thoughts on those? As we are nearing a verdict very soon, Alana is giving a side eye. Shah cannot look at me, and that's truly how I feel about the whole situation. <sighs> brace yourself, American. Bla brace yourself. Again, eh? Thank you. Brace America yourself, Black American. Anytime they already looking for special forces and things like that, you already know the verdict. Stop playing. Hmm. They deflecting. They talking about everything in the room except the actual problem. The elephant sitting in the middle of it. Jesse Jackson just on the side. He was just peeking through the window. Jesse yeah, Jackson talking about I ain't even how. What they I don't want to do with anything. What they don't want no more thing? black pass. They don't want no more black passes coming through there. They and we don't flicking. want no more and white people and getting away with murder. Fair. And we don't want no <laughs> more white black. We don't want no more white people mm. on the uh, jury or 
defending the people that killed the black people. Mm. How about that? How about yeah. that? <laughs> if we just decide who in the courtroom, because when did we get to say that? Why are you even addressing somebody who is sitting as a regular citizen in the courtroom? Hello. Focus Which on is the why task the judges the judge's response was the most true and clear, concise response that he could have given. He made it not about race, but he made it as factual as possible. You can't refute this. We leave this open to the public. If they make it in here as a public citizen, according to the numbers that we allow in here, you can't tell them to leave. Hello. Or suggest that they leave. Why are you even addressing them? Another distraction. Jesse ain't representing this man or going against this man. Hello. It's me. It's it's that it's that type of episode for me for me, Father. In the name of Jesus, um, we come before you in regards to uh, these trials, and we just pray. I mean, I know that you got your hand on it, but Lord, um, we just ask that you work a miracle in the hearts of the jury, in the hearts of the judge, um, in the hearts of the witnesses, or whatever it may be. Lord, just. We don't see, we don't think that it's going to be um, what we need it to be and what we hoped for it to be. Um, but we know that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and they that dwell therein. So you have control over everything. So would you turn it around? And knowing that, you know, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So um, we trust you. We trust that. Um, it will be what it's supposed to be under, you know, me with your hand on it and just have your way. That's all we can say in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <sighs> what y'all want to do? Y'all, um, for the, like the end of the month, because I appreciate y'all, right? And I got a little bit of money. Oh, I got a little bit of money now. <laughs> I mean, what, what y'all want to do? Y'all want to do like a pizza party at the end of the month? What y'all want me to do? Y'all want me to like, um, not a pizza party. Y'all, so we're I, in the fifth grade. I just love saying pizza party to grown adults. I just love saying it. It's just hilarious. <laughs> like, it's what is a, happening? It's just the funniest thing to me. When I saw that the, like, that the WNBA uh, champions, they nobody was at their uh, uh parade. I was like, yo, they need to do it. They should have just did a pizza party. Yeah, that was and messed so, up. <laughs> so I'm here for Y'all should have just invited all y'all fans. Yeah, I should have just had everybody come to the um, a gym and just celebrate there. Come to the gym, not even the stadium. The come to our practice gym. My... Come to come to our practice. Facility. Nah, stop playing. I couldn't think of the word, but yes, the stadium. <laughs> nah, you had it right. Have the gym. We'll set out some tables room. and stuff, and then we we get some pizzas from Papa John. <laughs> oh my gosh. Shaq, Shaq, Shaq's kids gonna be there. I don't want no. Uh, <laughs> I don't want no pizza party. Okay, so what y'all want me to do? Y'all want me to like uh, what? I want some lamb chops <laughs> or some crab legs or filet mignon. And no, for real, y'all. Like, I like. We could uh, I like DoorDash or something like or Uber Eats, y'all, or something or whatever. Or or I could do like Uber Eats, like credits or something like that. You can Uber eats me some lamb chops. 
I'd rather just give you the. I'd probably like put the money in your uh, account or something like that. To go okay. get some like, and or, the, like on the app or something. That's fine too. I appreciate it nonetheless. Yeah. All right, me and Jeff will figure it out. All right, yeah. speaking of speaking of here goes it. Yeah, speaking of Jeff, <laughs> pro, <laughs> producer notes from our um, new producer. Um, Jeff is here to oversee all things podcast and make sure that things um, get better and um, and, uh, and all of that. So, what are your notes on today on our topics and how the episode went? And then we'll get out of here. Um. I'm going to start with the Heart of the They Fall review because that's the freshest in my mind. I watched it last night for the first time and it felt really, uh, it felt like a really good Tarantino-esque type film from a fan of Tarantino, Mm. but very professionally done. I too would say about a 3.5 for me only because I was looking at some of the pacing and I, it was weird to me at first. Yeah. But they did such a really good job bringing you into the story. I forgot about some of the stuff that I had thought about in the beginning. So the reveal felt fresh and I thought that was dope. Um, so I really did enjoy that. Uh, definitely Satanic Ritual. Um, my biggest thing with the Travis Scott debacle was the officials in Houston and I think the governor of Texas had declared it a mass casualty event and, um, he was on stage performing for 37 minutes after. So they had decided, Hey, there's a bunch of people that died. We should really do something about this. And he just kept performing. And it made it harder for first responders to get where they needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did resuscitate a bunch of people. So, mm-hmm. you know, by the glory of God, it wasn't as many casualties as it should have been. Hmm. Um, so that's definitely an issue. Uh, Silk Sonic was dope. <laughs> My favorite song on that one was. Um... Oh, man, I had a Leave the door open. No, not the <laughs> That's the per- the person who didn't really listen no. to the album. No, no, no. Besides shot, no. she's gonna pick it regardless. Smoking out the window and put a I smile on her. Ti- uh, like I know you did. They're tied. Oh. <laughs> I really do like um smoking out the window. And fly me flies me was cool, but I think smoking out the window is better. Yeah, I said, um, and shout out, oh, oh, the Kanye West, uh, not shout out to Kanye West, Mm-mm-mm. he got enough phrasing from himself, uh, <laughs> shout out to Pete Davidson for tagging his soon to be ex-wife, because Pete Davidson just keeps winning in life. What? I like that's Pete not, Davidson a that's lot. That's not what we're doing, but... that's not what we're doing on this podcast, <laughs> shouting out people for Having sex with other people's wives and stuff. That's not what we be thanking God for. I'm sorry, care. what? I, I was, Wait a minute. I don't think that's what he said. I don't think that so That is either. what he said. Oh, uh, I was just talking was about saying, Pete. You said tagging. You literally meant to... T- oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant like Instagram was, tag. 
Oh, no, I, was, I was joking. I didn't mean it. But like the whole thing about him wanting his family back felt really superficial, especially <laughs> since she's out here messing around with Pete Davidson. He's still married? Not yeah, keep, they're not, not keep disappearing from the image, but saying in the background, did they what we doing on the back end? <laughs> hey, now hold Kanye on a second. Y'all get that together. Absolutely. Kanye West also has a girlfriend um, who is 22, but looks 37. <laughs> he is now, he is currently dating a 22, 37-year-old. Yeah, that's right. Yo, you got to chill. <laughs> that, that's right. You heard it here first. That's something I would say about somebody my mama dates. <laughs> no way. <laughs> All right. Well, I met your uh, 13, 56-year-old. <laughs> I, I used to make fun of all the boys. I used to make fun of all the boys. Who's she dating? Jack? I'd probably say he had 13. Remember Jack? <laughs> no. Who's Jack? Jack, you don't remember the movie Jack with Robin Williams? Oh my God, the that movie was amazing. <laughs> I love that movie. He's forty, but ten years old. Thirteen fifty-six. That, that movie's super sad. This Why would they do that? A twenty-two, thirty-seven-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm trying to find anybody dating Kanye West right now. Is just, I mean, that's not a wise move. You don't no. even. You're just doing something. Cause, cause that's not what, wise. What did now, you I, and I, I was talking to Keith about this. Another uh, thing about Kanye, something fell off to me. I was watching a Joe Rogan podcast when it was still on YouTube, and he interviewed with him, and that, I forget exactly when, but he was talking about making like a, com- a commune with people that believed in Christ the way that he did, and it was like basically him just trying to create a whole civilization. So basically, Kanye's master plan is to create a cult. <laughs> Jim Jones. So all that talk about having kaputs yeah. to to raise our own and all that is just to recruit for his cult. That's what it seems like to me. And with the evidence that we got of him just going through and clips of everything, it's just escalating. It feels really Manson esque to me. Mm. Mm. That's sad. Because I was Manson. looking at it on a positive yes. view of actually getting African-Americans to live in a community the way the Jews do to grow. I'm glad. But I'm glad that's the direction that. he going, yeah, he could, I'm, he could I'm stop glad. that. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. Further, <laughs> further in my point, Satan comes as an angel of light. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Stop. Revelation. Fam, it come, he comes as an angel of light. I'm not going to always present myself to you as as this as a, as this red horns. Yeah, yeah, like I'm not going to do that. That's going to deter you. I'm going to I'm going to present myself to you as everything that you ever thought that you wanted. Mm. I'm going to present that present myself that way to you. By the way, totally off topic. Um, there were eight um, eight eight fireworks that shot into the air. Literally, they said eight eight bodies dropped at at that point in time. Like literally, that man walked out on stage and everybody started screaming help at that very moment. Wait, what? Yeah, as soon as he the fireworks went out, off, the bodies like dropped. the first time he got out on the stage. Like this I'm the walking first... out on stage and everybody's screaming. They bomb rushed the stage Stop. at that moment. You hear you hear little spots 
and stuff of people like different areas where people like bodies had dropped at approximately the same time. Also, when 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 those um um before the stampede happened, people were just dropping. Yeah, it was like it was like a mass push. It happened like all at the same time. It all happened at once. Simultaneous. So, it all happened. My my big issue with this too. How dare you, as a parent, let your ten-year-old, eight-year-old, eleven-year-old listen to Travis Scott dead serious and go to the I'm out. To the Astro World. It's a three-day event. This is I'm a parent. I'm a dumb parent. I don't know what's going on. I just know Astro World's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a theme park. It's mm-hmm. a theme park. Kids like it. But it's a Travis Scott. Event. I get it. Like, but that's I not know the only that, event, so they're I just know like, this, whatever. I know this man got got a McDonald's meal. He got a kid's meal, for all I know. And kids, like, he's 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 a rapper and he is an adult, but he's young enough to where kids uh, like him still. And so mm-hmm. it's just like kids growing up who were maybe... He appeals to the youth. Young teens or preteens going to, like, Lil Wayne concerts. And it's I'm like... Yeah, but my mom would never let me do that, so I don't... I, no, no, no. I, I get no, that there are no. parents who wouldn't, but I'm saying... Your mom, your mom wouldn't let you go to a satanic concert. Right. But your mom might let you go to a Fortnite character concert. Mm. Okay. The enemy comes as an saying. angel... Yeah. Of light. So that brings me to my other note. How many more notes oh, you got? No, no this is it. Yeah. <laughs> Are we really surprised with all these? Well, just because a lot of this is a lot of music stuff going on and a lot of ulterior motives, right? But Satan was the master of music. So is right. it really a surprise that any of this stuff all tied together? No, I don't think we're surprised. I, I don't think we're surprised. I just think, for the, I mean, I don't think anybody on this podcast is surprised. Maybe Sharif, but outside of that, I think um, we're just talk. I'm personally just talking, and, and let's talk about this. This is what this podcast is for. If you don't know, thank you for listening to this podcast. You here? You know what you came here to do. <laughs> um, this is this is this is this is the point of this podcast. You know what I mean, we got a few points, but one of the points is to expose things that people don't know already, and pe- mm-hmm. things that people might be overlooking and haven't seen, and don't have the spiritual fortitude or the or the discernment to understand exactly what's going on. So let's break it down for you. Let's talk to you about this this whole thing. Mm-hmm. There's there's things happening. Under the underneath the surface that you don't even know about, we are in spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. And whether whether and whether you want to or not, you have picked a side. If you not if you are not for him, and I, and by him I mean the Lord, you are against him. You are. So that's why the enemy was able, and and and, and Lord, you know what I mean. I'm, I don't mean to be morbid, and I don't mean to to take it to this to this space. But that's why the enemy is able was able to take certain lives because they didn't have him. Mm. I'm sure there were some believers at that concert. And of I was course like, there were. Let's get out of here. This ain't sitting right. You know what I mean? It was just so demonic that you was you can't. You can't deny that thing. So I don't think I don't think that you know I don't think 
what to to Jeff's point, I don't think that we're surprised. We're not surprised. Thank you for that point, Jeff. The enemy uses a multitude of things. Yes, but the enemy also knows the influence that music has on us. But he, but also know that he's been doing this for centuries. Mm-hmm. And we think we got one up because we've been here for 20, 30 plus years. And I fam, I've just been doing the same thing since I fell. Been tricking y'all and making y'all believe that God don't know what's best for you since the beginning of time. I've been making you believe that life without him is much better than it is with him since the beginning of time. Mm-mm. <sighs> That's my notes. Uh, thank you for your notes, Thanks, man. Jeff. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff, um, for all that you do behind and on the scene. Um uh, <laughs> No, nah, man, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. You got a mic and everything. That's the that's yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, it ain't like how'd you get a mic? It ain't like <laughs> who gave who gave you a mic? <laughs> um, uh, I just want to say thank y'all for listening. Thank Alana and Sharice and Jeff for being up with me to um, bring this to Not y'all. Not being up, you know what? Go ahead, on my bad. Childish, childish. How the child? How the child? Oh yeah, I think I'm talking about the virus. I'm not. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Not being up, like what? Oh, man. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? I thank y'all for being for being awake. I mean, it's almost eleven o'clock. I appreciate y'all for for tarrying okay. with me for for mm-hmm. three hours. Um, I ask. Uh, if you have not subscribed to this podcast or to this show, we are a show now trying to move from the whole podcast thing. Although we will always be in podcast form, we, you know, I mean, we 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 trying to be more visual now. Hence, yeah, yeah we. we well, I mean, we've been a show since the beginning of time, since since we've done yeah. this. But but no, we we showing stuff now, um, and we plan on moving more in that direction. Um, so wear whatever y'all want to wear. Um, but uh, <laughs> I was gonna uh, say, thank God I'm dressed. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, shot. We've been on YouTube. Like we are on YouTube. Right. Where do you think we? Anyway, thank no, y'all no, for, no. for as you are. Okay. Thank y'all for watching. <laughs> um. You can find us on um anywhere on your in the anywhere corner. you listen sorry. to podcasts. I am so sorry. <laughs> just you can find us, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um. Mainly anywhere you listen to podcasts. We are on YouTube. We plan on being on. Uh, Facebook um, again soon and Twitch again soon and soon we'll be on Patreon in some way, shape, or form, whether we with a team or not. Um, just trying to figure out what's best for us. You know what I mean? Um, just trying to figure out what's best for us, for real, for real. Um, because, uh, yeah, <laughs> more more on that another time. Um, uh Barely Daddy Loves You, and now unto him who was able to keep you from falling and present you fathers before his presence with exceeding joy. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling. Mm-hmm. And present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. The only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, both now and forever. 
Amen. Again, Bailey Daddy loves you. Loves you. I forgot to say it last week, but you know it's true. You know it's true. Love you, kid. Anybody else? Happy birthday, Kina. Happy birthday to Shakina Richardson, um, Sharice's <laughs> sister. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> All right, Jeff, right, play us out. The song is called Loves and Need by Fred Hammond and Music Soul Child. And I'm gonna just I'm gonna let I'm gonna let this moment be awkward. <laughs> feel it, feel every piece of the awkwardness. Cause it should have been up there. You just had it queued up, just ready to play it. Yeah, that's my. Bad. You just gonna go ahead and put my man on blast. Absolutely. Nah, I messed up. I need this. Maybe I deserve you it for you go out and not be ready to pop. <laughs> I'm telling you, you hear his new version of patience. that song, Keith? No, I don't want to. He is, it, is it acoustic? Is it acoustic? I ain't heard it yet, and no, it's mm. not. It's funny. Yeah. It gives me. It makes mm. me laugh. The video is funny. I mm. saw like pieces of the video. Oh I yeah, it made me laugh. Oh, He's yeah. wearing the exact same outfit from the first one in 2000. You got back. <laughs> his ways were standing back then. Yeah. Okay, Jeff. So you have it on mute. Mm -hmm. The the thing just closed the tab out. Do we have one? I'm gonna let him feel. I'm gonna let him feel. What? What's that, Sha? Nothing. We're letting him feel it. Jeff is playing it through. You have you have not share. You got to share audio. All right, so it's. It's playing, mm-hmm. but you have not shared the audio. I thought I was. We're going to get better. This is just first time doing this on, on live, so you, you heard it You heard it as we were doing it. Uh, and so with practice, you get much better. Shout out to my man for being willing to do this. Love Jeff to death, all jokes aside. Um, love Tobias to death. Love um, Devin, who could not be here. I can't wait for him to share the story with you for why he could not be here, um, for why he was so upset. Um, thanks, Alana. Thanks, Tyree. Thank you for listening. Um, and there you have Grace and peace. Peace. Okay. Nice fade out. That don't redeem you, but it was close. <laughs>